0: Hey there bats and ghouls and welcome to another episode of night of the living history in this episode We're going to be talking about the disappearance of Glenn Miller. So let's go ahead and jump in and let's get spooky All right, guys. Well, as you may notice, the background music for this episode is a little bit different. Um, What you are hearing is some of the music of Glenn Miller. Um, Many of you will obviously recognize this song. It's used a lot in movies. Um, If you've ever been to Disneyland, it actually plays outside of the Indiana Jones attraction in Adventureland. So let's discuss who Glenn Miller was. Um, He was a musician, obviously. His birth name was Alton Glenn Miller. Um, He'd originally started to study at the University of Colorado as an adult, um, but he left school to pursue his passion for music. He played in several bands at the start of his career, before being hired to play the trombone with Ben Pollock's orchestra in the 1920s. From 1928 to 1936, Glenn Miller worked as a freelance musician and had actually contributed arrangements as well as his dope trombone skills to many bands and uh, other musicians, including Smith Ballou and the Dorsey Brothers. In 1935, he studied music um, with the music theorist uh, Joseph Schillinger. Um, This man uh, is very well known in historical music, uh, especially, um, for those who studied music of this time period in the 1930s, he heavily influenced, uh, Glenn Miller, uh, and many would say attributed, um, a lot of the things that he kind of studied with him to Glenn Miller's success. Two years after, um, he studied with Schillinger, he formed his own band. Uh, it didn't really get too much notice aside from some music critics who, um, began to admire his use of false endings and counter melodies. Um, He disbanded that first orchestra and assembled a new one almost right after. This one is the one that brought him fame. So this one is the Glenn Miller band. Um, This one, uh, played. he played all over the East Coast. Uh, He often broke attendance records because they were so popular. In 1939, he got his own radio show uh, that aired about three times a week. The band was often used for uh, movies and was in high demand for recordings in general. His music defines the swing era for many music enthusiasts. Um, However, around this time period in 1942 is when World War II starts to take off. Uh, Glenn Miller shocked the world when he disbanded his orchestra to join the army at the beginning of World War II. He wanted to be useful to the war effort, and from October 1942 until December 1944, he led the All-Star Army Air Force Band. He wanted to raise money for the war effort, as well as lighten the hearts of the men who were giving their lives to fight. However, this is when tragedy and mystery would strike. December 15th, 1944, on a foggy day, Glenn Miller boarded a plane with two other crew members in England and was supposed to head over to France. Um, He was supposed to meet um, up with his other band members three days later. So Glenn Miller actually never showed up to meet up with his other band members. Uh, Their plane disappeared somewhere over the English Channel. Glenn Miller, his two crew members and the plane have never been found to this very day. There has been investigations that took place after his disappearance, um, and there are still investigations that happen currently. Um, They found that his pilot uh, was actually not certified to fly using the tools that this aircraft had specifically. There was no record wreckage that's ever been found. Um, Of course, people began to come up with a lot of theories. One theory is that Miller was actually engaged in espionage and was a spy um, and was actually sent to... Kind of complete one of his missions um, and in the in the process was captured by the Germans. Um, others say that he made it sa- safely to France earlier than expected, died of a heart attack while in a risque encounter with a prostitute. Um, this, <laughs> this theory is <coughs> probably one of the least likelies. Um, It's very unflattering and it doesn't actually explain what happened to his other two crewmates or what happened to the plane so this one I believe is very unlikely. Another theory actually comes from Glenn Miller's own brother. Glenn's brother Herb Miller claims that Glenn had been complaining about his declining health in some letters they had written back and forth Um, Glenn Miller was a very heavy smoker. His brother believes that he may have found out that he had some sort of lung cancer or um, condition with his lungs um, and that he had concocted this whole disappearance of his plane to stage his own death and to give himself a hero's death rather than face the fact that he, um, or let the fact go public that he had passed in an English hospital. Um, This theory also doesn't have any actual evidence to support it There wasn't any um, records of Glenn Miller ever being in an English hospital. Uh, The truth of Glenn Miller's disappearance has yet to be explained. Once again, um, there are some people uh, who claim that there are a couple leads. However, nothing has been kind of solidified. Either way, he was an extraordinary man who impacted the music world forever. So with that being said, um, as far as places to visit with this story, I mean... I guess you could go and visit the place where his plane crashed. Um, Well, I mean, not that's, well, the place they believed his plane crashed over the English Channel. Um, Other than that, I'm not really too sure. I didn't actually get to do a whole lot of research as far as places to visit, but I did find a documentary that you guys can check out. It's called Glenn Miller's Last Flight. Um, It's a historical documentary. It looks like it was pretty good. Um, There was also a book called Glenn, Glenn Miller Classified by Dennis M. Sprague. Um, so that's something else you guys can check out. I would also just recommend checking out his music in general. Um, a lot of it you'll probably recognize, uh, from movies. Um, and it's just, I mean, especially if you love jazz, I I highly recommend. He has some really, really good music. And, um, I think that's all I have for you guys today. So thanks for listening to another episode of Night of the Living History and, uh, stay spooky, my friends.